This is a WKYT podcast. It is Friday and it's time for Countdown to Game Time. Lee K. Howard alongside Alex Walker. Our Brian Milam is not here today. He's uh, living large in Las Vegas this weekend. At one the, of the casinos probably. Yeah, probably. We also <laughs> sent him there to cover the basketball games, but we're not real sure if he's going to make it or not. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, uh, he was not at the game the other night. He will be at the game tomorrow. But let's talk, Alex, about that game against Utah. I think Cal scheduled that game as kind of a, a warm-up to get his team used to the rims and used to the facility so that when they got to that Ohio State game on Saturday, they would be ready. Mm-hmm. But that kind of backfired on them the other night, didn't it? Yeah, uh, when you make two or three threes, whatever it ended up being, you're not going to win many basketball games. And UK, from the start, you got a sense that they were going to be in for a challenge. And mm-hmm. it is so difficult for a team, let alone a veteran team, to dig out of a big hole. But when you have a team full of youngsters, freshmen and sophomores, trying to dig back from 16, 17 points down, uh, it's a really tall task. They did. They showed a lot of heart, a lot of grit to, to get back into that game and eventually tie it. But, uh, look, when you're, when you're fighting from 17 down, right. you cannot make any mistakes in the final five minutes. They did miss some big shots, and as a result, Utah got a big win. Yeah, and, they, and Utah won that game in the first half. Like yep. you said, Kentucky made their run in the second half and tied the score, and I was honestly surprised they were able to do that. Yep. But the way that Utah started the game compared to the way that Kentucky started the game – I knew right from the start, and as many of you probably did as well, this was going to be a long night. The, the one kid, uh, Botch, or how you say his name, jumped out. Uh, you, are you going to say his name? Do you know his name? I, I, I'm not even going to try. Something. But anyway, he jumped out to like 13 points yeah. out, of, out of their yep. 23 points. And, and Kentucky's Kentucky strategy was obviously drive to the bucket and try to score, and that wasn't working. And then they tried to start shooting outside to start trying to make up some some of the deficit, and that wasn't working, and just nothing seemed to go their way the entire night. Yeah, a lot of the big talking points after this game is let's maybe see some more run from your shooters. You bring Johnny Juzang in to do what? Shoot the ball. Shoot the ball. Uh, he hasn't gotten as much play, as much run, and uh, he needs to have a bigger leash, in my opinion. It, it seems like he makes a mistake and he gets yanked out right away, which is fine. You know, you got to you got to make your freshmen know if, if they make mistakes, uh, that, that, that can't happen. But at the same time, you need production from the three-point line. Johnny's the guy that can do that. You're hoping Dante Allen gets healthy uh, sometime soon because mm-hmm. he's a guy we watched him in high school almost every Friday night last year. He can uh, shoot the ball. He can shoot the ball from all over the place. Uh, can that translate to uh, the college level? Uh, we hope so. It, it, it'll be very uh, important for Kentucky to get that rolling from a three. It's fine to shoot 17, but – you can't miss 15. <laughs> you got to hit at least six or seven of those to make it competitive. If you hit three, if you hit five of 17, you win the game yeah. by six or seven. So you got to get a couple shots to fall, and they got a big test on Saturday against one of the best teams in the country. They do. Uh, Sharon says gotch. It was gotch. It's like both gotch or something. Gotch. Yep. Yeah. He was talented. Yep. He was very good. And Kentucky has a lot of good shooters sure. on their roster, and they play a lot of those guys as well. But they can't, as Cal always says, you can't, you're not going to make them all, but you can't miss them all. And a lot of guys <laughs> are missing a bunch of shots. Yep. So that game's behind, and we don't have to talk any more about that. Uh, we didn't even hit on Bill Walton, so sorry <laughs> if you had to watch that. Um, <laughs> although some people probably enjoyed it. Yeah, hey, it's fun once in a while. Uh, yeah, once, once in a, a while. Year. Yes. Um, but the big game is the game tomorrow against Ohio State, part of the CBS Sports Classic. You'll see the game right here on WKYT. This is the big one. And, Alex, if the Wildcats come out and play well in that game and, and beat Ohio State, 
then everybody forgets about the Utah game. Sure. Then, <laughs> then a lot of things go away. Uh -huh. I mean, so now that's a tall test. That's much easier said than done. But if Kentucky comes out, plays well, and wins the game against the fifth-ranked team in the country, then the Utah game was, you know, just kind of a stumble in the middle of the night and kind of a weird situation, and that just happened. But if they come out against Ohio State and look bad again, then there's going to be a lot of questions going into that Louisville game. Yeah, and, and, there, and there, there have been a lot of people, uh, you know, questioning John Calipari and questioning the play calls and questioning the offensive sets they've been running. Um, yeah, literally, quite literally, one win will, will change that. It's just the nature of the game. You have a game like Utah and everyone turns against you. Four days later, you beat a team like Ohio State, everyone's back in the, in the bandwagon. So that's how quickly things can change. Ohio State, I, I've watched a lot of Big Ten basketball this year. I'm being a Penn State grad, right. I, I kind of know the style. And Ohio State's going to grind you down. They're going to they're gonna really attack EJ and Nick from the get-go. They're, they're big. Uh, they're physical in the paint. Uh, their problem so far has been they turn the ball over a lot. Um, so, so UK's guards are going to have to be feisty, going to have to be uh, you know, kind of have a bulldog mentality and try to force the issue a little bit. The key, like it has been, is the start. How many times have we seen UK this year get way behind the eight ball to start right. the game? Then they got to fight all the way back. You got to set the tempo early, get out, make some plays, and let it happen. Uh, this is the kind of game, too. Also, it's important to know, you, obviously, UK lost to Utah. Ohio State, they're coming off their first loss of the year to Minnesota, Minnesota. and it was not a close game at Minnesota. At the barn, it's a tough place to play. Uh, so they're also going to be hungry to bounce back. Yeah. It's not UK that's trying to get that bad taste of a loss out of their mouth. Ohio State very much so in the same boat, trying to prove themselves, uh, trying to put themselves back in the right direction. After yeah, they are. Well, and, they, yeah. and they did actually play SEMO on Tuesday and got a win there. But the, as far as important games, they, they're coming off that loss to Minnesota this week. Uh, and this will be a big game. Now, I always hate to say, well, a team wasn't ready to play as Kentucky might have been yeah. against Utah or they just weren't up for the game because I don't know what their mentality is. But if they were at all underestimating Utah, they'll be ready for this Ohio State mm -hmm. game because I think that they will see the opportunity. And, and here's the other thing, and we were talking about this the other day, with the SEC and basketball being a little bit down this year. Now, it's been up for three or four years. Other than Auburn at this point, there's not another team ranked in the top 25, and perceivably the SEC is down a little bit. So you've got two games right here against Ohio State and Louisville, yep. ranked opponents that could be resume builders for the NCAA tournament. In the past, the past couple of years, you've been able to go through the conference portion of your schedule and get some of those quality Correct. wins yep. against some of those quality opponents. They may just not be out there this year for the Wildcats. And that's always been good because John Calipari's teams start building toward March, and so yep. they're picking up those wins as they get into February, late February, or late January, rather. Um, but these next two games might be even more important, Alex, because they might be your last chance to get a couple of good quality wins before the tournament. Yeah, and I and look, th this was absolute clickbait, but I, I saw it. someone from, I didn't believe it was Jerry Palm, uh, posted an article today, and he, as of right now, with projections, he had UK on the bubble of the NCAA tournament. Oh, no, like, no, I'm not, no, no. I'm no. not clicking on that. But it's just one of those things where, yeah. This is a tournament team. This is a, this is a chance to, to get a big resume win and then to kind of right the ship a little bit. Because, look, if you lose to Ohio State, you, it's very rare under John Calipari his teams lose back-to-back -back games. If you lose two in a row going into the Louisville game, um, then you can start having some some issues on the team in terms of in terms of confidence in terms right. of things like and, that going forward. And let's talk positively because we don't want this to all be negative. The Wildcats are in a good spot yep. because 
there's not an elite team in college basketball this season. Clearly it's not, not yeah. like Kentucky's the only team in college basketball going through some struggles. They've lost two games. One of them to Evansville, shouldn't have lost the game. The one the other night against Utah, they got outplayed. They got outcoached. So that happened to them. But there's a lot of Maryland loses again. Yep. <laughs> We've seen, I mean, everybody's lost. And I don't think that means college basketball is bad this year by any means. I just think there are a lot of very equal teams. And, and, and that can make it for a lot of parity in the NCAA tournament, which Kentucky will certainly be in there. And they'll probably be a top four seed mm -hmm. in the NCAA tournament when it all shakes out. But they've got to figure it out. And I think that they will figure it out by the time that March rolls around. And you, and you still look at that opening night of college basketball. You saw Duke, you saw Kansas, you saw Michigan State and Kentucky. Mm -hmm. It very well could be in a, in, a, in a month and a half from now. Those are still the four best teams in college basketball. I mean, they, they've each had their growing pains early, but they've each shown that they're going to also play at an elite level. So I think you know, every team has had growing pains. And this, there's been more parity this year than I can remember, remember mm -hmm. in college basketball in a long time, which is good for this U.K. team, uh, knowing that, that they do improve down the stretch. There's still a chance to, to play deep in March yet again. Okay, so wrapping up basketball talk, that game is 5-15 on Saturday. 515-ish. It's going to follow that North Carolina UCLA game on CBS right here on WKYT. Prior to that first game on WKYT, we have a special Wildcat warm-up from 2 to 3 p.m. Uh, kind of getting you ready for the Kentucky-Ohio yep. State game. Cameron Mills is going to be joining the two of us in studio. Brian Milam will obviously be a part of that from Las Vegas. We're going to look back at at the history as yep, well of yep, between Ohio State and Kentucky because they have some pretty good uh, historical matchups in the past. We're going to look at those. We're obviously going to preview this game, talk about the current teams, and uh, that'll be from 2 to 3 p.m. on WKYT uh, tomorrow afternoon, Saturday afternoon. We'll also take a quick look at Chris Holtman, too. Uh, you know, yes. being, he's, he's from around here. He's from Nicholasville. He grew up a big Kentucky fan, so it's a chance for him to play against the team that he grew up cheering for, which is pretty neat. Yeah, now the head coach at Ohio State. Okay, let's talk about some Kentucky football because for the fourth straight year, we are still talking football late into December, almost Christmas time. Uh, Wildcats going to the Belk Bowl in about a week, just over a week. Mm -hmm. um, I actually had a chance to go talk to members of the team and the coordinators last night at practice. They've, this is important weekend. Uh, they've got a couple of bowl prep practices all weekend. Monday, they take a break. They're off for three days for Christmas. Come back the day after Christmas, and they're headed to Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's time for that belt ball on uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, so this is important time for the football Wildcats as they prepare for that belt ball. Yeah, and it just and it comes on the heels of another incredible signing day. Uh, you know, we're still kind of seeing those effects from the signing day, just hauling in one of the best, if not the best, classes in the modern era for Kentucky. And uh, it's a chance also for these recruits. When you when you have recruits, you can tell them, look, our seniors right now played in bowl games their entire career at right. Kentucky. Uh, come join that, you know, and, and let's uh, and let's keep building what we've uh, produced the last four years. And it's a chance once again to, to get a win against a marquee program in Virginia Tech uh, against a coaching staff, one of the best coaching staffs in the ACC uh, in Charlotte, a place UK has never played in. So there's a lot of opportunities for them not only play in a new city, but play against a Virginia Tech team that has a, a very high quality brand, mm -hmm. but just a chance to extend their season. People forget how important these bowl practices can be not for game planning for this game but for getting those freshmen and sophomores right. just all those more reps 
so they're ready to produce when they have to fill into those roles next season. And one of the things we're talking about today on WKYT, uh, two of the players that I spoke with last night, A.J. Rose and Boogie Watson, and they were talking about kind of what you alluded to. There's a lot of momentum in this program, even though they, they won 10 games last year and so far they've won seven this year. There's momentum with what they've been able to do, with what recruiting the coaching staff has been able to do. And so because of that, how important getting that eighth win is yeah. to them yeah. to keep that momentum rolling into uh, the offseason. Now, you know, teams can, can lose the bowl game and still have plenty of momentum, but it's always better if you win that game. So yeah. these guys, yeah, it's a bowl game. There's a lot of things that are going to be fun for them to do in NASCAR. And, 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 Charlotte, I almost said NASCAR. Uh, they're <laughs> going to get to go to Charlotte Motor Speedway uh, and do NASCAR. some NASCAR stuff while they're at the Belk Bowl. They've got a shopping spree at the Belk Bowl. They're going to get to do some fun stuff, and part of going to a bowl game is getting to hang out with your team. But you can also tell, Alex, from talking to these guys, they want to win the game. <laughs> and uh, they, they're not going into this like, ah, let's just go down there and have one more final game. They want to win this that game. That shopping spree reminds me, if you guys remember last year, they had some sort of shopping spree at the Citrus Bowl or something, and they uh, – David Bouvier like bought a washing machine or something. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so that's just, right. I, I want to know which player is just going to buy something very strange at Bell because I think they get like 400 bucks. Yeah, I think Boogie Watson actually said that he. This is interesting because we asked him last night, "What are you going to buy at Bell?" You, <laughs> you know, and and you know, some guys are like, oh, "I'm going to go to get this and this and this." And I think it was Boogie Watson that was like, "I'm just going to knock out all my Christmas shopping." So he's going to shop for other people. That's smart. How about that? I mean, that's. I remember Landon said he was very bummed that they don't have a lot, they don't have hunting gear at Belk. That was his big. Oh, is that thing. what he it said, is? Well, I, I think he also said they don't have hunting gear, so I'm going to also knock out a bunch of. I think he said I'm going to stock up on future birthday gifts and Christmas gifts. So he has like that long-term vision at Belk. So these are some smart uh, kids. That, that's uh, that's really smart. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't I, think about that. I would just buy stuff for myself, probably. Yeah, just go to yeah. electronics and start buying <laughs> a couple things. I don't know. Okay, so that's coming up on New Year's Eve. At noon, um, we've got high school basketball tonight right here on WKYT. A yep. uh, lot, lot of good matchups both right here in this city and just outside of the city. You're going to Berea yep. tonight. A lot for of good a, holiday tournaments. Tur yeah, yep. a lot of holiday tournaments and things going on. So uh, be sure to tune in tonight for some of that. So it's Alex Walker, Lee K. Howard, Brian Milam's in Las Vegas. We'll see him on our newscast later on throughout the evening. Hope you enjoy your weekend and uh, hopefully you'll cheer for the Wildcats onto a victory against Ohio State. So. Have a good weekend, everyone.